Hello everyone, my name is Brian Savage and my wife Kelly and I have been partnering in ministry with White Oak Christian Church since Easter of 2021. And let me just say, we love this church. Now today we will continue our study in the book of Luke and if you're following along with the White Oak Christian Church Bible reading plan, we'll be focusing our time and attention on Luke chapter 2 verses 21 through 40. Here we'll be reading about the presentation of the baby Jesus Christ for purification rites in the temple. Now I encourage you to read this story on your own to allow the Holy Spirit to move on you, to, to allow you to grow, to keep loving on you, and to help you continue your full life in Jesus that we all so desperately strive for. As we prepare for this passage, I'm going to read a smaller portion of the passage. Uh, again, Luke chapter 2, but I'm going to start in verse 28 and go through verse 35. And I'll be reading out of the New International Version. It says there, Simeon took him in, in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Now I want to ask and answer a few questions based upon this passage that I have read today. The first question is, is just what is this passage saying? This passage is very direct in Simeon praising God for allowing him to finish his servitude to the Lord and holding the baby Jesus Christ for purification rites. This passage goes on to tell that Jesus will be the falling and rising of Israel, meaning that those who will believe in Jesus will rise up, but Jesus will be a stumbling block for those who disbelieve. Now what does this passage mean? This begins with Simeon, a devout man under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And he's holding the infant Jesus Christ after Mary and Joseph brought the baby to the temple for the purification rites. Among the results of Simeon's interaction with the Holy Spirit is a divine promise that he will live to see the arrival of the Messiah. And that prophecy has now been fulfilled. As the song of praise continues, Simeon will refer to Jesus using terms like the uh, light, salvation, and revelation. He will note Jesus' role in saving the world, including both the people of Israel and the Gentile nations. In the last verse, Simeon says, And a sword will pierce your own soul too. He's talking to Mary. He's specifically speaking to Mary. And I firmly believe that Simeon, through prophecy and through the writings of the Old Testament, uh, knows what Jesus will have to go through. And when he's speaking to the mother of this child, he knows her soul will be pierced too. Now, what parent wants to see their child be rebuked, spit on, laughed at, mocked, tortured, and hung on a cross as a criminal. I'm no mom, but I believe that if I was, and I knew that that was going to be happening, I'd be like, nah, I'm just not okay with this. And that's why I believe Simeon says to Mary, and a sword will pierce your soul too. Now what does this tell me about God? I believe this passage right here, 
further displays God's faithfulness to us. You know, God's faithfulness is very apparent in the Old Testament. God's faithfulness is very apparent in the New Testament. And God's faithfulness is very apparent daily in my life right now. But here we have a very special moment. Here we have Simeon who was promised you will live to see and hold the Messiah. This moment is happening right now through the Holy Spirit. Simeon knew there was a day that that this would come to where he would hold Messiah, that he was to be a servant in this world until the coming of the Messiah. And God fulfilled this promise ultimately by placing this baby, this Messiah, this Savior, in the withered old arms of Simeon, allowing Simeon to praise God at the exact same time. And what does this tell me about people? You know, I still believe we are a people of faith. People who are devout like Simeon, servants of God, we have our mission to continue to grow in full life in Christ. And we have a further mission to allow others to grow in a full life in Christ. And we do that through our servitude. We do that through our generosity. We do that through our works. We do that through the way we live our lives. We set the example and we help others to see what full life in Christ can be. And I just firmly believe that our faithfulness in God and God's faithfulness in us to continue this servitude is just over the top amazing. And I am so, so, so proud to be a part of the continued full life in Christ that we should all be striving for. Now, how should I live my life based on what I've read? I want to live my life continuing to know that Jesus is the answer. Now, things are a little different here. Simeon held Jesus, and Simeon knew that Jesus was the answer in the future. Now, through our studies and through our, our, our stories and the Bible, we know that Jesus is the answer in the past, we know that Jesus is the answer in the present, and we know that Jesus is the answer in the future. Simeon held only the future. We know of all three portions. <clears throat> we know what Jesus has done. We know what he continues to do on a daily basis, and we know what he will do. And I want to be like Simeon. I want to continue to praise the Lord for the works of this baby, the works of this man, the works of this Savior. I want to acknowledge those works on a daily basis. That's how I want to live my life. In closing, friends, I want to challenge you all. Don't let Jesus be a stumbling block for you. We get so caught up in, 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 in our own perception of what we think should be happening. And that becomes a stumbling block. Is Jesus a stumbling block? Brian, you should say no, but the answer is yes. Jesus is a stumbling block. Will he be a stumbling block? Yes. And the reason Jesus is a stumbling block is because we allow him to be a stumbling block. Jesus was not sent to this earth to be a stumbling block. He was sent here to save us. But the problem is, is we continue to try to make 
our own justifications of what should be happening. When we need to release that and allow Jesus to be the uplifter of our souls, he was sent here to be. That's what Jesus wants to be. He does not want to be a stumbling block, but he is. I just encourage you, get rid of that. Get rid of that thought process. Allow him to be what Simeon said he was to be. Allow him to be what he was sent here to be. I love you all. Bless you all. Be kind to each other, and I'll see you the next time.